What up, what up, what up, y'all? Bars and Hoops Radio, the Oddcast. Still's the great in Ali Vegas. Yo. Word, man. And shout out to big homie, big tone, D'Anthony Johnson on the line as well, man. Today we got a special show lined up for everybody, man. You know, it's a lot going on in the, in the, in the country. It's a lot going on in the world, man. But even with the COVID-19 pandemic, man, our people are still getting the short end of the stick in regards to, you know, police brutality, all types of injustices and everything, man. And on top of that, we, we kind of doing it to ourselves as well. But today is a show where we're going to talk about everything, man. So vague, man. Take it from here, man. I mean, well, my whole point with the joint is that, um, I mean, it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of dope. Like, I ain't going to hold you up. Like, I, I, I totally agree with everything that's being done. You know what I'm saying? Everything that's being done in Minnesota, like, I totally agree with it, you know, because, um, you know, like we discussed, I'm like, I was saying, like, the time is, the, the time has passed, you know what I mean? That's I, I, about time, you know? Yeah. Um, I was like, it's about time that we stand up, like, we stand up for ourselves. You know how we talk, you know, that's when I fact. talk to you and I say, like I said, like, um, like because it's it's just that what was what's going on in Minnesota is showing this. Like if if a racist, you know what I mean? If a racist, like say we just say like if a white man come at you with a knife, we naturally black. We don't fear nothing. You know what I mean? But our mother, you know what I mean? That's that's what Shout we fear. Love. And our that's fathers, that. you know what I'm saying? But we don't fear nothing. So if somebody come at you with a knife and you got a knife, you're like, okay, cool. I could I can handle that. But what 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 scares most black people? Most of our people is the white privilege that that comes with that white person with the knife. You know what I'm saying? You're not afraid of that white person with the knife because you're like, I could disarm, I take care of that. But this, okay, after I take care of that, now I got to fight against the white privilege. So what's going on in Minnesota is what's what's beautiful about it is that's young and it's young black people saying a middle finger to your white privilege. 100%. You know what I'm saying? That that 100%. that fear. It's not there. They're saying, screw your white privilege. What we, we, We're taking that off the table. This is me versus you over something that I feel is definitely wrong. And that's what's so, you know what I mean? And that's what's so, the beauty of it. And people always say, but, and then people chime in and say, but um, but you see, they burning down their own community. And I always tell people, building stores, that don't make community. Community is, community is communicating unity you know what i'm saying it's communicated unity so it's like community is if if say we have a basketball team and they need to go to a tournament and they can't afford it and we say still come to me and say you know what big i'm gonna throw in 300 match that i bet i'll throw in 300 d and say you know what bet i'm gonna throw in 300 and somebody come in with a hundred that's community yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. everything all, all that is is just stores buildings yeah. So what happens is when they burn those buildings down, now it becomes a community because now those store owners and some of those people that are privileged to otherwise sit back and say, you know what, let them go ahead and march. Let them go ahead and, and protest. Now they now they invested in that. So say like, like say if Deanne, say if I come to Deanne, I'd be like, hey, you know what, I'm going to go rob a bank. Deanne be like, you bugging out. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, you bugging out, babe. And then I and I leave and I go and I go out to go do it anyway. And he'd be like, he'd be like, you know what? This kid, this guy's bugging. But then when he see what bank I'm robbing, and say he got a he got a, a safety box in there 
that has something that he don't want to get out, then now he like, oh shit, now my he now he's invested in my success. So what's happening when they burn those buildings down, they riot. Now everybody's in it together because now they're invested now together. And that's why you see white people marching with black people and stuff out there because now everybody's invested. And, and, and shout out and shout out to big homie D'Anthony who just chimed in. Shout out to my big sister, Edwina. She also chimed in. Um, for those that are listening, thank you for tuning in. We are talking about the George Floyd situation that happened in, in Minnesota. Um, the situation Ali Vegas was referring to is the fact that the people in the community are coming together and they're actually fighting back and showing their displeasure for what happened to the black man in Minnesota. From what I do understand, they uh, they vacated the police department and um, the the people of the community did firebomb the police department, which is, you know, it's, it's getting ugly out there, man. And then you got our idiot president who comes on, on Twitter, and Twitter had to actually um, uh, take his account down because what he said was... was uh, Thugs. Thug, yeah, calling them thugs, <laughs> but then talking about there'll be fire being fought with fire, basically saying that this time police will shoot. You know what I mean? Like, that's just... That's not the message that should be coming from the leader of our country right now, man. So what's your thoughts on that? Talking to me? Yeah, what's up, big homie? What's up? What you thoughts oh, on that? Up? I didn't know I was on live. Yeah, you um, on? You on? Man, what's up, my I'm, family, y'all? Yes, yes. This is um, I don't know. It's it's, it's kind of like you know, I'm kind of speechless, man. All this going on because you can see their agenda is blatant. You know, um, they want us to. They want to, you know, make us. You know, I don't know. It's crazy because people fall for it. You know, it's, All the it's time. like falling for it, like hook, link, and sinker, man. Um, and I think the whole real agenda is they are trying to, you know, in, incite us into into a race war. You know, the ultimate thing is that they're trying to, you know, see if they can pull our strings by keep putting these images out there in, in, for us to see. Mm. And and the, the hashtag since since this happened is that, is that we're tired. We're yes. tired of the, of the bullshit. Yes. You know? And, um, and it's getting more and more blatant every time. Like, it's weekly events that's going on against black men. Mm-hmm. Weekly. You know, daily almost, you know? Yeah, and um, and it's real scary because we don't I, don't. I don't feel we're ready for that, you know. As a as a whole, you know, entire unit amongst us, mm-hmm. that um, that we're ready to fight for our lives like that, you know, because they're they're preparing themselves up for that, you know. If they get us, you know, to the point where our backs are against the wall, yeah, and we ain't got nothing to do but fight for our lives, that's going to be a hard thing to do, you know. Yeah, and, and that's kind, of, and that's real scary. I mean, know? I mean, I, I mean, my thing is, my thing is, 
we might save like we we probably save we could we say like because we know we know as a whole we probably not prepared but mm-hmm. but my thing is we wasn't prepared for a lot of shit and we made it through you know what i'm saying like absolutely i just think i the only thing that the only thing i said the only thing that stops us it's, it's like i said it's the three phases of our our, our unity mm-hmm. our ability to stand side by side together and handle our business and i think like i said like i said in the beginning i think that first part of because we fear most 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 of our people fear they fear the privilege they fear that like i said we fear that more than weapons like i said a person got a gun you got a knife you be like all right cool i could Person got long as you got any weapon, they got a weapon. You like cool, but we fear our we fear that privilege of saying, you know what, what I'm gonna do to him with this knife. Mm-hmm. What's coming after that? After he's gone, after I defeat him, then I gotta fight this white privilege. Yeah. Like that's you know what I'm saying. Like we fear that more than anything. So that's why I was saying <clears throat> by them, by, by 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 when they when you see them protesting the way they protesting and like not just standing down. Mm-hmm. That's that's them saying, you know what? Like, I don't care. Screw mm-hmm. your white privilege. Whatever it's gonna be, it's gonna be. And when and when you when you talk about white privilege, I mean, we seen that backfire in Manhattan in Central Park with the lady and the young man that was there watching birds, and yeah. he was he was recording her abusing I mean, the dog. I mean, yeah, and, and she See, tried. That's, to, that's yeah. one of our greatest weapons is our knowledge. Yeah, you know what I mean, and how we handle it. Yes, and you know if. We got to outsmart them, you know, a whole different, you know, way of thinking. You know, when they come at us like that, we got to be prepared to outsmart them. To yeah. play their you know, game. Kind of yeah, exactly. Yeah, to play their game. And no, that's, that's exactly what he did. We've been saying that for shows on and shows on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, like that's why, that's, why I'm, like, that's why I say there's different phases to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I always say, I always say this, we make up a whole body. There's legs. There's arms, you know what I mean? There's the body, there's the mind, and there's the mm-hmm. soul, you know? Yes. And that's why I say, and that's why I'm like, that's why, like, the last few shows, we've, when I've been talking, we've been talking, is we've been saying we have to arm ourselves, not just with, not just with physical, but yes. knowledge of self. We have the knowledge of self, dieting, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you have to be, you have to be in shape. Yeah. You have to know, we have to know, we we have to teach, like we, like I said, we need to teach agriculture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Teaching how to grow foods, how to plant. Like it's, it's a lot that goes in to to make. You know what I mean? It's just like when you're making a great player. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. You got a right hand. I'm gonna tie your right hand up. Now you go with your left. Now let me see yeah. your jump shot. You step back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's the things where we gotta, we gotta instill all of those things because say if. If we gotta live off the land, half of us don't. More than half of us don't know how to do that. Right. Yeah. They know how to do that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Where I'm not like I don't like I don't. I think we well prepared as far as for the fight physically because we just born with brute strength. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We born with that strength physically, but I just Mm -hmm. think I just think mentally and physically, like stamina wise. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Not just for seek. I'm talking yeah. about stamina wise, because you got people. That's what I'm saying. You got people that's 
that's in the gym that's that's rock solid, but somebody that don't even go to the gym and all that, but has stamina will outlast them. That's right. You know what I mean? Because you eating, you eating the way you putting the nutrients in the right place in your body. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why I think that's the part where we lose at is because we don't do those things. Right. We don't we don't create like me. It's like I was telling still. We always talk about like like the bus trips to Atlantic City that don't do us no good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We need to take different trips to show them. Look, this is how you grow. This is how you grow plants. This type of plant does this. This type of tree means this. How to read a compass. Because that's what it'll come down to when everything don't work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When this go out, when when the, when the electric go out, oh. you know what I mean? Like, that's when you see what's what. And, you know what I yep. mean? And, and that's we how start. we learn. And as yeah. we speak, we got more guests chiming in. Brother Joshua Muhammad, welcome, welcome, my brother. And we also got our sister Edwina on the line. Edwin, I know you've been waiting patiently. I know you had something to add to this conversation. Please give a, a mother's perspective of, of, of how you see this situation. Peace, Kings. Y'all can hear me? Yep, we hear you loud and clear. Peace, sister. One thing I want to say is watching that murder take place on TV and looking in that man, that cop's eyes, it moves something in me. You know, I'm a mother, I'm a sister. I'm a daughter, you understand? And that hurt me to my core to see that man kneel on his neck and just take the life out of him with no regard. I mean, I, I sit back daily and I look at us as black people in a whole. You know, we have so many issues that are deep-rooted, generational curses that's been on us that now that we have the knowledge and the wisdom we have to learn how to break those chains. You know, it used to be you turn to the black leaders. It used to be you turn to the black churches. But one thing I know on my walk is that we have to go to God on our own. We got to start talking to him directly because he talks back to us. You understand what I'm saying? And from there, we can get our direction. You understand? See, for me, I knew this was coming. Because I'm watching the world. I'm not on social media. Haven't been on social media since I think 2015. That's a you fact. Know, I, I, I don't have no regard for social media. I understand it's a platform for those who utilize it. And then for some who just get chaotic and crazy. But it just makes me go back and think about our young children. Like I look at these little boys when I'm on the train going to work and these little girls and I'm like, you know, some of the conversations they have, some of the disrespect. And I look at them and I'm like, if something happens to y'all, we are going to want to get out here and fight for y'all. Y'all, we all have to learn how to respect each other. Because I don't know that man. i never seen George Floyd in my life. But that didn't stop my heart from aching for him. You understand? It made me want to do something because all I could do was think of my brothers. And like, truthfully, if I'm coming out of a store... And he had my brother down on the floor and he's killing my brother in front of my eyes. I'm, I think I'm going to go black and I never went black in my life. But my natural reaction is going to be to defend my brother because I can't stand there and say you're killing him and just stand idly by and watch that happen. I, I just I couldn't. And I, I felt all of that in my body. And I know that as men and as black men, 
you guys had to feel that on another level because as women we are the nurturers you understand and our natural reaction is to do what that grandmother did and try to stand in front of her grandson and stop him from getting shot by those white officers but as a man imagine watching a man take your son's life or your brother's life or your father's life there's no way that you could really stand idly by and watch that you know i've been watching cnn while i was working today i've been i've been going online to youtube just to see what my brothers are saying you understand what i'm saying i've been texting my own brothers back and forth like i just can't you understand i couldn't put myself in that space to say what would i do i have children to raise but i would have lost my life had that been my brother had that been my father he was going to have to kill me because to watch a man put his and the first thing that went through my mind is looking in his eyes you know the eyes is the tunnel to the soul you can see someone's spirit while watching their eyes it's just like a man when you're about to fight somebody if you a fighter the first thing you do is you look in the eyes for any sign of weakness yeah. you understand and if that's not there then you know what you need to do you either gonna fight or you're gonna walk away so when you look into that man's eyes the first thing you could see was that because they were yelling at him he intentionally kept pushing down but, like but, if you watch his knee just continue to go deeper and deeper into George's neck. It was like, are you kidding me? You're not gonna. There was no reason for it. It was no reason at all for that. You understand? A bad check. A bad check is white collar crime. Mm -hmm. White women and men have been writing bad checks for years. We weren't even allowed to have a checkbook, so it didn't come from us. They've been writing bad checks for years, and nobody has put their knee on their neck for that. So you mean to tell me that that man deserved to lose his life? For that, it's unfair. And it has to stop. We can no longer march. I I remember marching with my mother and them. And the the fire department was out there with the hoses. I will never forget that. Mm. I love my people. And I'm willing to do what we need to do to get some results. Because the conversation has been had over and over and over again. And it's time to get together really form an alliance and move forward because they need us more than we need them and that's the when we realize that we're gonna do better because we make fashion what it is today when we pull our money back and we stop buying their things they come looking for us they find one of our rappers to dress up in that clothes and post it all over the place they use us no liquor can be sold, no clothes, no footwear, nothing can move if we don't buy it. We need to know our worth, and we don't. And looking at a white person and having fear of the repercussions is so true. And I applaud you for acknowledging that because they know we're not fearful when it comes to having the stamina to go up against them. They know that that's not a fear. Even the women, we take it at work. We deal with certain things at work and we have our own side conversations. But it has to start with our men respecting the black woman, the black woman respecting the black men. Our culture is messed up. They want to be like us so bad, but they also have a different level of respect for one another when it comes to showing the world. We tend to to degrade each other in front of the world to see 
You can't respect a culture of people who don't respect themselves. It's hard to walk away from a confrontation. It's hard to walk away from cursing somebody out. But when other people are looking, you got to take the extra step to say it's not even worth it because it's not for you. It's for those who are watching us because they know we are so divided. This is why they take advantage of us. This is why they do us like they do. And and this and 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 to add on to what you said, um, it came out today that uh, George Floyd actually knew this officer. He they, did. They worked. They worked, they worked in. A, they worked as bouncers in a club for about seventeen years together. So obviously, this was a murder. This was personal. This wasn't like he didn't know this man. It's like he didn't know him from a can of paint in the wall. He knew him from a nightclub scene where they worked together. So that's another dynamic that needs to be taken in this case. You know, because they will try to flip it and make it seem like, you know, the black man was wrong somewhere along the line. But it was a personal situation at the end of the day. And, and it may not have been personal because that the owner of that club, she made the comment that whenever it was urban night, the white officers that worked there would get tense. They just don't like black people. And I'm okay if you don't like black people. But don't come to work on that night to make your money when you know it's going to be black people there. Mm. You understand? Show up on Latin night. Show up on every other night. If you feel so real. And first of all, how are you a cop and you patrolling in the black neighborhood, but you don't like you? Then you don't need to be in this line of work. Mm. You understand? And and it's, it's just it's sad because I watched CNN when the young man was in the in Central Park and she made that phone call. She could have got that man killed. Yeah. And as the, the good old black man, he wanna say, Oh, that they took it too far, make her lose her job. No. <laughs> One for us. Yeah. What they do? Like, yeah. because look what happened days after you wanna say, Oh, they took it too far. I heard the CNN lady uh, the the host say but dad, they had to take the dog. They took the dead. That was too far. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. So forget the what she well, did to the black man, and she could have got him killed. Well, we do know. We <laughs> do know. We do know that they they treat uh, animals better than they treat our people. You know what I mean? They they'll, they'll 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 go out and protest Michael Vick for every little thing that he does for something that he paid his debt to society for years ago. You know today. So you know they they'll they'll forgive a murderer. Look at Dylan Roof. He went to church and killed nine God-fearing women. And they, they escorted him to the police station. They bought him something to eat. They treated him like, you know what I mean, he was royalty. So this isn't new to us, you know, in our community. Um, Another point that I wanted to make, man, and, and you touched on it earlier, like me and I have a son, you know what I mean? And today I was down all day. Like I just, you know, coming leading into the show, you know, I got hype early. I was talking to a couple of brothers, and then as it got closer to the show, I just kept feeling more down and down and down because I'm I'm worried about what society would be or what it would look like for my son when he gets older because he's he's a big boy now, and he's not even one years old. So I can imagine what he's going to be when he's 20 years old and how people are going to look at him in society as are they going to look at him as just a regular black man or are they going to look at him as a threat? Like, so my question is, how do we prepare our young black men for the society and the, and the current climate that we're in as a country? Vague, tone, brother. So thank you for joining us, my brother. Appreciate you. What's up, bro? How's everything? 
Same old, same old. Yeah, same, man. same vibe you want. So, so the question I just posed was basically how how do we prepare our young men for society the way it is today, and for the future of what it can be? Like, what what angles do you think we should take now? Well, it, it see, that's a really hard question, but it, it I don't think that. That's not the question that should be asked, really. But all we can do is what we're supposed to in terms of, like, you know, teach them the right way, you know what I mean, right from wrong, and keep themselves correct when they're out in the world. You know what I mean? See, but the problem is that even when you're right and you're doing all the right things, you don't, you're not viewed the right way. Mm. And that's not something... That could be easily changed because a black man's been the boogeyman since, you know, slavery days. So that's not something that can be easily washed away. But I think what has to make it washed away is that we have to interact more with more people. Human beings just by nature just want to be around like people. You know what I mean? We, if you're a sports fan, you want to be around other sports fans. If you if you in church, you want to be around your church members. And the thing is that since not a lot of things are diverse, we don't get to interact with more people. You know, I, I still feel we got to go from the mindset that we got to just change one mind at a time. You know, because it's like you got to interact with people that you wouldn't interact with because at the end of the day, they don't pray the way you pray. You know, to just show them that I might pray, but my praying is just slightly different from yours. So that means that, you know, I mean, I'm not as much as, you know, trouble you might think I am. You know, it's just we just got to do it one mind at a time. And it's like everybody got to invest into just making sure to just interact with people. hundred percent. But how do we how do we do it one at a time? We don't we we kind of out of time for the one at a time. I mean, we we are all working and and I work in a place that is the minority there. Is, is the well, the majority there is Caucasian people, you know, and then it's Asian people, and then it's Latino people, and the black ones is like Dalmatian spots. But mm. we interact with people because we genuinely just talk to people. We we don't have that natural. Oh, I don't. We you have to do something to us or give us a certain vibe. It tells us that you don't really want to interact with black people and we know to leave you alone. We know I'm going to go over here because, you you know, I get it and it's fine and I'm okay with that. But we are out of time because for me to tell my brothers how to interact with the police, we're always doing this. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know, like we don't have rights as a people as we don't pay our taxes and pay into their salaries. You understand? This has to be a conversation that has to go get to the table with a lot of people. And we do need Caucasian allies to sit and see. You know, once they saw Kaepernick kneeling and that post that goes, this is why, it seemed like something clicked in a lot of them to understand what the cry was. You understand? You can't be fighting for justice. And even if you're out there, and you're marching and you're saying, okay, we're out here. We're going to march for him. We want justice. No peace. Da, da, da. You know, 
But then you see police in riot gear. And you see the fire department getting ready to turn the holes on you. That is something that stays with you forever because I still remember it. And I was young, you know. So these conversations have been had. We've been crying. We've been praying. We've been preaching. We've been teaching. We've been trying to pull others in to see it from our perspective. But when this mother, Eric Gardner's mother, have to hear, I can't breathe again. I'm not sure if she wants to sit down and tell one person, another person, because you guys know what's going on. I don't want to incite a riot. I don't want them to go to this man's house and burn his house down and kill his kids and wife and all that. And no, no, no. You know, we that's not what we, we want. Some may, but that's not what I want. I can speak for myself. But I think we have to do better than just one conversation, one person at a time, because everyone is watching. Everyone sees this. We need something else to happen. It's time for the next level of this conversation. So what is the next level? That's 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 the that's the million dollar question. Building the, the army. Building our own army? We need our own army. We need our own everything. But like we, do. we said like we said last week, we need our own everything. Because we can't we can't afford we can't afford like she, like like Edwina said, we can't you out of town. You can't afford we can't afford to rely rely on like we can't afford to rely on justice if we don't and like tone said we have to fight them we have to it's not even a fight we have to meet them we have to meet them at the gate you know what i mean we have to you have to be and like the brother said we have to still stay with our own values the way we raise ours with our with our same values of right and wrong but like like we have to take we have to take that that fear of privilege off of the table. So what I'm saying is, if you know that, if if you know that you have someone that you can call, you know what I mean, that you can call that can come either legally, that can legally fight for you, you know what I mean, that that takes that off of the table. What happens is, like I said, we don't do things, in, in our communities, we don't do things the proper way. Like we talk, we said, look, your first, most of the times, your first gun is a legal gun. You don't go get we don't we don't go get permits and stuff. We don't go through we don't go through that. We have to start teaching we have to start self taught teaching ourselves the right way of doing things. That's all the right way of doing things and going through it going through the proper channels so that way when we are approached, we know like, look, no, I don't you know what I mean like no my, everything is correct. Everything is correct. So it's not so much so but but so much you can do to us. So that's when I say when I say build the army, I'm not just talking about forceful. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about I'm talking about like I said, agriculture, health, wealth, like the all all the elements. We have to build all those elements up, and that's what I say. That's what I mean by building an army. And once you have all of those in check, once we have all of those in check, then we'll be a force to be reckoned with because mm-hmm. it's the fear of privilege that keeps us always doubling back always doubling back because we get right there but then we get scared that privilege scares our people and backs our people down so how about how about becoming and i know this may not be the popular answer but if we're talking about our children and them having to grow up in the society how about pushing them to become lawmakers to change the way that the laws are being made you know what i mean that's you gotta kill them with the books you know, that's what I say all the time. 
know what I mean? mean? That's what I, that's what I say all the time. I say we have to push out. That's what they do. Clarence Carter shouldn't be the only one that's making decisions against our people that's supposed to be for our people. You know what I mean? What so like, we need to get our own people in, in there that's going to, you know, uphold the law but be fair and and make laws and bring change that's going to help our community out at the end of the day. That's I think that's that's the only way that we can really combat it. What you're saying is true, Vay, like agriculture, you know, growing our own, doing for ourselves, you know, because I'm all for that. You know, one of the things that ticked me off the other day was just listening to mainstream media, and I'm going to flip it to elections now, that, you know, they're always looking for a president or somebody that's outside of our culture to create a black agenda for us when that's <laughs> something that we're supposed to be doing at the right. end of the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you got to look at, like, if you ever read the book, The Spook Who Sat By The Door, oh, you get, my, like, the first my, 30 pages in. Yeah. And it kind of breaks it all down to you. And I think a lot of this is knowledge. You know, growing up in a crack era and they our black man has been cut down so far. And they, it was like they knew, you know, this is what we have to do to break down that cycle. Because we're naturally talented. We're naturally gifted. We're naturally strong. You know, rather it's a father that is out here getting up and going to work and taking all the bull crap that come with it but he's still putting the food on the table or it's a mother out here that's taking all the crap that comes with it but she's still pushing forward you understand they watch us and they see how we live on less than less than what they make and we still get things done and that is like remarkable it's amazing and they cannot understand it you understand what i'm saying and that's just the blessing that is a part of our lives. You know, if we stay still for a moment and we just look at ourselves, just reflect on where you come from, the lack of things you had, but the, the, the resources that kept becoming available to you somehow. We were kids working at $11.99, making yeah. money where we were making more money than some people's parents. Yeah. I know for a fact that back then, I knew somebody's parent who used to be a home health aide. She was making like $6 an hour. That's a fact. You understand what I'm saying? And she had kids to take care of. You That's know? So, yes, we want to raise our kids to be better than we are. We're supposed to, but we're also supposed to let them know whose shoulders they stand on when they're going in the direction in which they're going to go. You know? 100%. And I think it's very important that we get back to reading we get back to educating ourselves. You know, I don't have a green thumb at all. I don't like, I will get me a plastic plant in a second. You understand? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Don't worry, I, I teach you. Don't worry, I teach you. Don't worry. My manager, she, I had two of them, two female managers, and one of them bought me some roses. I put them in a vase and, you know, watered it like I'm supposed to, and them things died. But my black manager, she came and she bought me another set of roses, and she whispered in my ear, you better not let my FN flowers die. And I was like, I don't know how to take care of these things. Like, right? And she was like, I'm going to show you. And she showed me. And now I can keep my flowers when I get them, and they look all pretty and make my room or living room smell all good. But my point is, I, I really, I'm not getting out there planting. I, that's just not who I am. But the aspirin in the I water, huh? it's important 
and I know that I have children and they need to be taught that. So I got to get down there and plant some tomatoes and I got to get down there. These are things that we have to do. We got to move out of our own way, myself included. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's what it that's what it takes. It takes but it's but see what you did just what but what you did just now is the most important thing is acknowledging the flaw. Yeah. If you acknowledge the flaw, then you can build off of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what's the most important thing. We gotta acknowledge our flaw and build off of it. So that's why I say when I say build the army, I'm saying like we build we have everything, our infrastructure. We you know we got we we heavy in construction. Yeah. Most of our people is in construction. So we so we builders already. So it's nothing for us to get things built. You understand me? So that should be us now. Now we have those builders and developers, turn them into developers and turn them into architects and stuff like that and keep them climbing up the ladder. Even if it's because what happens is even if it's a even if it's if the ladder is a black ladder, so what? It's our ladder. Mm-hmm. And they climb up the black ladder. You understand me? Because what happens is you have you have people that's let me see, you have some of us who are employed by them but work for us. And then you have the ones that's self-employed but work for them. You know what I'm saying? And that's where the that's where the disconnect comes from, where we have to just say, you know what? This is what what's, what we have to have in every community, in all our communities, we have to have it and say, What's your skill set? I'm good at this. Okay. Well, you go see, you go see brother Ant. He gonna show you how to enhance that skill set. Oh, you want to get into this? Okay, you go see brother Still. He's gonna help you enhance your skill set. This is what we need. We need we need knowledge pods. You understand where they can go and say, okay, this is where we gonna go. And that takes building. And we got, like I said, most of our people is in construction. It's time that. It's time that we buy our our own. It's time we buy our blocks back. And that's why I said with this thing right here, it shows us with this coronavirus, with everybody quarantined and the and the dollar not moving. You understand me? With our our dollars not moving, it showed they, they look, everything's up for lease now. They ready mm-hmm. if you drive down any neighborhood, whether it's the, our black neighborhoods, white neighborhoods, everything is up for lease now. Hundred percent. Because they can't survive if we don't come outside and That's spend okay. our money with them. Mm-hmm. So now it's time that we spend our money with us. You understand yes. me? That's it. That's that's the bottom line. We have to hit them where it hurts. And that's the pocket. Because that's what makes them invested. That's why when they burning them buildings down and rioting, they listen because now everybody's invested now. Mm-hmm. Target guy is the target guy is coming out and saying, listen, no, y'all got... He's telling... The, uh, the lawmakers like, yo, y'all going to have to do something. Y'all going to have to charge him. He's going to have to go to jail because they fucking up my shit now. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Now when others is invested in your success, that's what makes the thing go. That's why, you know what I mean? That's why you see it. It's colorful out there during the march now because they oh, like, hundred percent. they like, hold on. They, they don't f- want to become the target. They going to join in. They like, oh, no, nah, yeah. I'm riding with them. That's what I'm saying. Like when I like like and that's the whole point of like I said, when like the time when like I said, the time when I visit the um the museum, when I visit the black museum and um the African Museum in um in DC. Which, yeah. And I said, you know what I mean, the, the white people was crying and the and I said the OG, the old timer was ready to go ham on them. He was like, 
he started spazzing, like, fuck is she crying for? She don't know I struggle. Like, and I'm like, old timer. She don't oh, I'm like, old timer, she probably wasn't she probably wasn't she wasn't showing this. She don't know this, old timer. Mm-hmm. She was taught to hate you. She wasn't taught your greatness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She you know, she wasn't taught your greatness. She was taught she was taught why to hate you, not why to to praise you. 100%. So she just probably seeing this for the first time, old timer. She being enlightened like you. You didn't even. I told old time. I said you ain't even noticed. Yeah. And I told him, you know what I mean? And he was like, and after that, I calmed him down. His wife was like, thank you. I was yeah. like, no, because that's what happens, though. They don't. Some of them just they taught to hate us. So how you? If it wasn't for this media, social media, and stuff like that, they yeah. probably wouldn't even know our greatness like and, that. And and half of this stuff would have been swept under the rug, which is crazy. Uh-huh. That's why I said we need to start wearing. That's why I, I firmly believe we need to start wearing body cams. Yeah, and, and this is another thing. It's like, you know, this happened this week, two weeks ago, in Georgia. Ahmad, um Aubrey happened, and it got a little quiet. You know what I mean? You don't really, you don't really hear much about that situation no more. So I think that's a problem too. It's like sometimes we get outraged, but it's just for the moment. And a lot of people are becoming desensitized because it's happening all the time. It's like every time you turn around, it's another person getting shot. We in coronavirus, we in coronavirus mode, and they're still finding time to kill us. We're still finding time to kill us. The virus is killing us. It's like, yo, come on, man! Like that's that's what they're doing, man. They're using they're using the techniques of the art of war. Okay. It's it's they're using the media as a weapon mm-hmm. against us, visualizing these murders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Our kids is watching this stuff. Yeah, that's getting impl- embedded in their minds. Yes, you know, and um, and so it's it's trickery, you know. Yes, it's a lot of trickery going on. There's a lot of evil things, a lot of treachery. It's a lot of this stuff happening right in before our eyes. Yeah, and it's like yeah. you know they're just they're pushing the button. And, and brother no, Joshua, no, we finally no, see you got no, your sound. Yes, yes sir. sir. Okay, uh, okay, let's uh, mute one of these. You okay. Are you can mute or unmute. All right. Are you still there? Hold on, let me unmute this. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. All right, so you got an echo going on. I think you got two lines going on. You might have to let one of them go. Okay. All right. There we go. Yeah, we good. 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 <laughs> Been rough. I appreciate it. I'm sorry, sister. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I would just, you know, want to thank the brother, brother Steele and brother Ali Vegas, you know, for inviting myself, brother Mark, to join this distinguished, you know, host of brothers, you know, in working on behalf of um, our people. Yes, you know, indeed. So we're going to get on in about an hour. Matter of fact, downtown, trying to deal with his uh, son. His son has gone downtown Atlanta to be a part of the uh, march. And um, from what I've gotten back from my nephews, they said that they had started the ride, start riding. Um, So I hadn't been able to validate that. In the video they see, I just hear a lot of noise. I don't really see much activity because it's so small. Yeah. 
And uh, what, what are you referring to again? Because your phone was going in and out. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was saying Brother Mark would be on around nine. He had to go downtown Atlanta because they had started a march. Okay. And, it, and his son mark. is down and he's a participant. Okay. Uh, so he's, he's trying to get a handle on that so that, you know, they'll see what the uh, outcome is going to be with his son leaving, you know, but his son wants to be there. Oh, okay. And this is for the Ahmaud, Ahmaud um, Aubrey situation, correct? That and um, Brother Floyd. Brother Floyd. Well, wow. Wow. So so just give everybody a little uh, insight on what the climate has been in Georgia, you know, since this whole thing happened on both ends. Well, as I was listening to, you know, everyone share their, you know, thoughts and opinion about what's going on, uh, you pretty much on point in terms of just, you know, they, I was thinking earlier, you know, they look at this as the Bible, the Bible belt, and it's one of those situations where they don't like approaching things head on. Our youth has a different approach. They want to take a different approach, but it's that, it's that age group, our age group, and the old heads that wants to keep a, you know, a lid on it. They don't want it to get out of hand. They want to be by and by, but that's not what the youth is. But the, the climate has been such that, you know, the youth is like, look, we're tired. We, we can't, we're not going to take this anymore. So their vibration is the same as the vibration in, as our brothers and sisters up north and uh, out on the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Necessary. Yeah, you will respect us. That's the I, because that's what happens. Is see our generation. See see our generation. Our parents were well. You know, like like I was like y'all generation. Y'all gen y'all generation ahead of me. You know what I mean? But y'all generation is like y'all was there where people after my generation people stopped fighting for us. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? Y'all generations, up until my generation, like, parents would fight for us. Parents, you know what I mean? Like, all, all, all the, the elders would fight for us, you know what I mean? But after our generation, like, after my generation, it's been a disconnect where that nobody, the young generation feel like nobody's fighting for them. Mm-hmm. So what happens is they start fighting with the elders because they get mad at the elders for not fighting for them. And then they start, but 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 they are a fighting generation. What they but see, what they don't understand is that you need that mind of. That's why. That's why I said the young generation need the mind of the elder, and the elder generation need this the the legs of the younger generation. Right. You understand? That's deep, deep, babe. And that's what that's what we need to accomplish. If we could get our if we could get our mind and our body in the same place as Mm. a people. That's when so so what happens is what's what's going on now is you see the legs the elders see the legs that's that's going forth with the young generation right now because they like you know what we ain't trying to hear it we're not trying to hear them doing because we seen we we don't watch too many history books and all that and seen what they did to y'all so we're already uptight from what they did to y'all and now they trying to do it to us and we ain't having it right. so now what the elders got to do is say cool I get it. I understand we ready to fight. Y'all ready to fight. But this is how you do it. You know what I mean? This is how you approach it. You don't have to approach it this way. This is the way we approach it. And I'll tell you when it's time to strike. Right now, you made your point. 
And now we gonna now as the elders should be laying groundwork to being strategic. So when this like when this is like when this is a a a, 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 a mute point, when this is a smooth, where everything is smoothed out. That's when the strategy needs to be upheld and say, look, this is how we going to do it. So that way, when it's time to when it's time that everybody's engaged in the fight, we coming from all angles and they can't none of their trickery could work. So that's why I said that's what I think needs to happen. I think the mind and the body need to meet in the middle as a culture, as a race. And we need to really start putting things in place from 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 community to community. Hundred percent, hundred percent, man. So, and I also, I, I, you know, I, I like giving both sides of the coin, man. Whenever we talk about this stuff, man, because a lot of the perception that is is is, is, is put upon our people is a lot of it comes from a lot of the way that we treat ourselves as well. So we can't we can't go without saying that as well. So. How do we start cleaning up our own backyard, man? Because you know, I think a lot of our a lot of our issues comes from from what, what we're being portrayed as on on TV and music. You know what I mean? In the streets, like how do we start to change that narrative about our people? You know what I mean? And I'm just asking because it's, it's two sides. We gotta we gotta address our our end as well. Yeah, we got to hold ourselves accountable. Exactly. We got to hold ourselves accountable. We have to hold our leaders and everything accountable. Every, every, nobody is above, nobody is above accountability. Like when me and L.O. used to go, when we, me and L.O. used to bump heads out, we always bump heads on certain things because nobody is above accountability. I don't care how rich you are, how much money you have, nobody is above accountability. You know what I mean? No, no, I don't care about no no black billionaire, no nothing. You're not above accountability, and that's what we have to do. I don't care if you you. I want like I don't care if it's the gangsterous person. Like one of the illest things I've seen. One of the illest things I've seen is when I was in L.A. Right? We had a show. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a show. Baron Davis, he, Baron Davis, and Paul Pierce. They do they 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 do this um weekend right mm-hmm. and. And Snoop and them was performing, right? Mm-hmm. And Shug and Shug showed up with about, you know, Shug showed up with about, you know, doing his tricks with like four goons. Everybody was gone, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody leaving. Shug trying to get through the door, and the security guard. I never forget this. The black security guard was like, "Listen, I know who you are, big homie. No disrespect, but this is how I feed my family. I can't let you do these. I can't let you through this gate." Or what you're trying to do, you understand? Yeah. Like now, now that, what I, I say that to I say that to say this where it don't matter who it is, if he in the wrong, he in the wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean by we have to hold everybody accountable. Like from the from the gangsters to the rappers to everybody got to be held accountable. We can't let we can't let money dictate money and status dictate who. Who gets told what? You know what I'm saying? If everybody wrong, if if that person wrong, we at them, and that's what it gotta be. It can't be no more just letting things slide. Like if 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 the black man wrong when he kill a black man, when another black man kill another black man, we gotta out him the same way. He has to feel it the same way. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Because you worse, you worse than you worse than the white person killing one of us. You killing your own, you you taking our own numbers out. How are we gonna win the fight if you taking the if you down in our numbers? That's a fact. You understand? So that's what we that's what we need to do. We ha- it starts with the word accountability. Like Malcolm said. That's it. That's and also fact. being mindful because if you're not mindful of yourself and the things that you do, and it goes with accountability. But we have to be mindful of ourselves and of others, you know, and I think those are that's like a simple word just to be mindful. But if you start to watch your own behavior, you start to analyze a situation that took place, how you could have handled it. And, and sometimes you may have to go back and apologize. And that's just being human and saying, you know what, because I would respect it if it, if that person came back and apologized to me. You know, I think we have to go back there. I remember being in, in school and I had a humanities class. And my professor showed us a video of how white people are taught to view black people. And this video shows us as being the aggressor. It shows us as like the biggest black man they can find. It's just like it just breaks down the characteristics of how they look at us. So this goes back to what you said when you mentioned, you know, this this woman went to this museum and she started to cry. It's because she was taught to look at us that way. She was taught to be afraid of us. She was taught to cross the street. You know what I'm saying? So when that happens, and this this is like totally different than a lady in, in Central Park, because the lady in Central Park is now how many years ahead of that and she she see the the ramifications of her actions but therefore she chose to use that as 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 a switchblade in her pocket like you know what i got a weapon i'm gonna use and plot my phone and i think she told him what she was gonna tell the police like i'm gonna tell them you understand that i'm afraid yeah. i'm gonna tell them that which she wasn't afraid she she was afraid she would let her dog go That's you know she don't get an oscar man Yo, she oh don't get an God. oscar i mean, I mean. You know, but I, I gotta go i gotta look at this note real quick because uh-huh. you you mentioned something and i just wanna i wanna touch on that okay. in regards to the pods mm-hmm. we do need that we do need people set up to be able to go to this person and to be able to you know move up the ladder mm-hmm. black ladder it should be black you understand to move up that black ladder we we when, when i say be mindful i have so many things running through my head so i'm just gonna try to be quick but That's when right. i say be mindful be mindful of the little things like you know when you go in the supermarket or your lady goes shopping they got angel food cake it's white they got <laughs> the devil foods cake it's black why why is that a black cake you understand what i'm saying why we have to have that stigma so that makes us look bad in the eyes of other people. You black understand what I'm saying? And then we also black. have within our own circle of black people, we have so many people that come from all over the world, you know, different backgrounds. And we look down on each other just for being either from the islands, being African, you oh, know, Haitians that thought, is from Eddie. the hold islands. That thought, to the base. They seem to be on island. Hold that thought, Eddie. Bars and Hoops Radio, the R-Cast. Who's this? Good evening. Uh, part, of my, part of my voice. Okay, announce yourself. My name is Amina. Good evening. Hello, voice Amina. How you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> How y'all doing this evening? We're good. We're good. <laughs> so what you got to talk about, Amina? All right. Well, I'm going to just go left with it because I 
because uh, all day I've been kind of speaking salute to Ali. That's my favorite person in life. That's my favorite person in life. Um, regarding what's going on, um, just as a people, charity starts at home. Um, it's a moniker that has been placed on our people by our own people. I see now all these people riding based on a false narrative, but that's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. People are outside riding, c- contributing to this unrest, a demon their own cities as disaster areas, which will be called for FEMA to come out and the National Guard. Mm-hmm. Here's the question I got. All these people are out in the street. Where are their children at? Where are these children at? I see people have their children out with them, and then I see a whole bunch of adults with no children. So you're leaving your children, wherever you're leaving them at, to go out here and carry on. That's unacceptable. Mm. I'm sorry. Unacceptable. Um, Also, just just as far as um, our people also, as original people, need to get back to their history and ancestry. Know who you are in origin. You know, it's a, a, this what's going on is deeper than race, okay? Because as far as what's going on, the population control agenda, they want 500 million people, period, on this planet. Whoa. They don't care if you're black or white, okay? Mm. And, and, and as far as just, um, it's the same old song and dance, you know? And it, it comes down to, as a people in our origin, we are a, 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 a graceful people a gracious people, an embracing people. We always allowed everybody else to uh, depict us in a certain way or, or, or you know, uh, do, you know, we, we, we embrace other people. And it's about time that people need to know who they are and their origin because once you realize who you are, regardless God or earth, king or queen, then you know what you will and will not tolerate. These people, these people are not thinking five times before they acting or speaking. You know, and it's for me, um, just as a parent and as a mother and as a sister to a lot of these sisters in life out here in the streets, we have disconnected ourselves from our people. We've allowed us to go into into our own race and divide ourselves. We should be connected in six degrees that separate each person on this planet. That is a fact. And we have allowed simple stuff to keep us from connecting with our brothers and sisters. We'll embrace somebody else's religion and history, but deny our own. Mm. That has to stop. Okay? Mm. Mm. That's mm. I don't want to get too deep. I just want to show love because I always call up here and show love to the God. You know? And, you know, it's for me, I'm watching it on TV, and it's a lot that's going on, you know, uh, just into politics and things of that nature. But charity starts at home. Yes. And for people to be out in the street leaving their children at home, because they tie it, you just, you just like the queen said. We got a, we got this, this stereotype of us as animals and stuff, and you feed it, and all you're doing is proving them right yeah. every single time. Yeah. So you know, there's no the police actually in behavior. I didn't hear anybody get killed by the police. So you know, that's something that's good. But you know, it's a false narrative. People need to stay home and work on that. Nah, and we respect that. We respect that, Amina, for real. We definitely respect that, man. Love you, sis. You know that. All right. I love you, too. I really appreciate y'all, because y'all the only platform right now that's even addressing this or even having this type of debate or or conversation. So salute to y'all for always going to the left and always being 
uh, original in your theme and, and, and your approach. So salute to you guys and everybody else. Enjoy the rest of the night. Remain safe and always think five times before you speak or before you act. Please. That's a fact. Thank you. Thank you, Amina. You're welcome. Good night. All right. Good night. Hey. All right, Edie, you back on, man. I'm sorry to cut your thoughts short, but we just wanted to get no, to the that's, caller. That's all right. You got to get the callers in. Mm-hmm. And and peace to her because you know what? Oh, got another As caller. a mother, we see things. We got another caller, <laughs> Edie. Hold on. <laughs> oh, God. The R cast. The R cast. Ali Vegas and Still to Gray. Who's this? Peace, peace, peace. This is Cliff Solo. What's happening with y'all? Peace, peace. My brother, what's going on with it? Oh, uh, man, I just wanted to uh, first say I appreciate y'all having this forum, you know what I mean, for us to express ourselves. Yes, sir. It's a crazy time, you know what I mean? Yes, so, sir. You know what I mean? So thank y'all for that. Yes, sir. And where you calling so, from? I, I'm calling from Oakland, California. Oh, shout out to Oakland, the Bay Area. Word. <laughs> and so I wanted, I wanted to, please, 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 I wanted to just share a couple things, uh, especially since it's bars and hoops. Yes, sir. I wanted, I wanted us to really think about... Like when you in a game, basketball or football, and you up, y'all know y'all about to win. The opposing team often gets frustrated, starts doing real, you know, crazy things to try to get you off your square. Yes, indeed. Because it's already over. So they trying to rile you up, do what they can. So we have to really understand what's going on, mm. you know what I mean, and think critically. Mm. Because, uh, you know, we're really getting pushed and provoked so that we can react, so that they can really get on our head. You know what I mean? And we That's have to really amazing. think about how we respond to shit like that. Exactly. Exactly. And, and the I, other thing, mm-hmm. the other thing that I wanted to say is to build on uh, what Ali said earlier in terms of building an army. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think on a bigger scale, what we're really speaking about and what all the greats have spoken about, being Malcolm, Elijah, Marcus, uh, Pac, Nova Drive. We're talking about nation building. Yes, indeed. You know what I mean, we have to build our nation all across the board on all levels. Yes, indeed. And and like the sister said, I think what's key is knowing who we are. You know, one of the things that we were still holding on to is our slave names. Mm. You know what I mean? We at some point we have to face that, and we got to let that go because that's mm. not who we are. And I know it's hard for us, you know, because we got our history behind it. You know, we got a lot of emotion behind it. But at some point, we have to realize those European names is not us. And mm. we look crazy walking mm. around calling ourselves that. Mm. 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 The That's same true. way Malcolm said, you know, if a Chinese person came up saying his name was Patrick McMurphy, you would look at him crazy. <laughs> And we do we do look at them crazy when we go to the hibachi spot and they be like, Yo, my name is my name is James. My name is we look at them crazy, right? We be like, son, I know that ain't your name. Your name ain't Eddie, man. I know that ain't your name. You know, but it's just we we've been so conditioned and this part of the game. They they, they let it go on because yeah, they'll let us keep using their name to keep us enslaved, to keep us mentally in that place. Mm. That's the same way they do with the movies and all of this media. Why they keep bringing up the slave narrative? Because they don't want to show us. They don't want us to know who we truly are. Hundred percent. Because once, because once we do that, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Once we love ourselves and we build ourselves, it's over. Hundred percent. 
Hundred percent fact. We need our own language, I, like I like I teach. Yeah. You know, I teach mine. Yeah. I teach mine our own language. You know, you speak to you speak to mine. Yeah. You speak to my family. They gonna speak to you in a different tongue. You need <laughs> our, I, my family got their own language. You know what I'm saying? Man. You say you say hi to mine. So they gonna look at you like you crazy until you say hi in their language. Oh, we practice different language over here. That's what we need. That's we deep. Need. That's I got deep. the book coming out. I'm trying to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain, teach our people our own language, man. Let's it's go. Time. Let's go. Let's go. You know, and to, to, to the last thing to build on that. That's something that I started. You know, trying to figure out, not trying, working to figure out for myself. And I picked Swahili just because I was looking up what is the largest spoken African language. And mm. I said, all right, Swahili. That's I can at least start there and start learning something because that is what keeps us divided. You know what I mean? When I look at other people, you know, whether it's our Mexican brothers and sisters, our Eritrean brothers and sisters, you know, our Asian brothers, they, they can speak their own language and they can communicate, you know, in ways that we cannot. 100%. And, you know what right I mean? Here. So I, I, I 100% agree on that. But I, I don't want to hold up too much more of the time. I, I appreciate it. Uh, y'all y'all keep doing your thing. Keep shining. You know what I mean? And keep loving ourselves, man. That's that's really the key. We got we can't let the we can't let they evil, you know what I mean, and the negativity that they pushing out, you know, the way on us that we that we take that in and we soak that in. Yes. That's not who we are. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you, man. Thank you, man, for tuning in, man. For real. Shout out to the Bay Area once again, man. Somebody. Respect to you. All love. All love, brother. All right, Edie, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Listen, I'm happy. I'm, I'm hearing all the callers. They calling in and they saying something. And it's, it's you know, it's a mixed crowd. Look, you had a lady caller. You got a man caller. Caller, you know. And this is what we need. We need unity. You know. I mean, scratch all the stuff that I was, I had, you know, put to the side to say. But my whole thing is just that we gotta oh figure out another conversation oh, that yeah. needs to be had because we can't tell our plans. Hold that because door. if we Hold tell our door, plans. Yeah then there's going to be a whole bunch of stumbling blocks put in front of us. You understand? Bars and Hoops Radio, the podcast. Who's this? Yo, what's up, man? This is Union Square. What's good, man? How you feeling? Union Square. What's going on, brother? What's happening? Yo, I'm going to make this quick, man. Let me say, man. Yo, what's up, Ali Vegas? Yo, what's up, my brother and and, um, the young lady that's talking? Yo, this is a great show. Um, I do have to say this, too, because I want to point out a fact. The looting that's going on, uh-huh. Right now, that's that's out there. The looting that was going on. Ninety uh-huh. percent of those people are white. I just want to point that's that about, out. That, that, that they're going to make fact. it look. They're going to make it look like it was it was the black that was looting, but it's not true. The fact is, ninety percent of the people that's looting are white. That's a hundred percent. Yeah, he's absolutely that's, right. That's 100% oh, it's, always, it's always like that. When yeah. the towers yeah. went down, the black people ain't get rich, the white people got rich. Yeah, in St. Louis, they did the same thing. The Mike Brown situation, yeah. it was white people going around inciting the riots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Lighting cars on fire, breaking out yeah. windows. Nah, you right. And then they, they had a guy, right, that, that was dressed in a ski mask, and he happened to be white, that came, and he was breaking the windows of that target. Yes. They got they caught him with the hammer breaking the windows, yes. and it was black people going after him like, "Yo, what are you doing? What are you doing?" And he responded, "What are you, police?" Yeah. And he ran. He got in his truck and left. Yeah. Yeah. They got that on camera. They I got that it. on the news of him yeah. doing that. So, yo, I just wanted to point that out, man. We're we're, we're not we're not the one the savages are irate. It's just yeah. that yo, you pushed us to that level, 
and we had enough, and that's what happened. Shout out to Tommy, Yo. man. That's a that's a jewel. That's a fact, though. That's a hundred percent fact. All right, y'all. I'm out, man. Keep the show going, man. It's definitely powerful, man. This is definitely a powerful message going out there, yo. Peace to y'all. Yes, indeed. Peace, Tiny. Edwina, you want to try? Yeah, let's go, Edie. Let's go, Edie. Let's go. Let's go. Shout out. Listen, I'm the good luck charm. Yes, that's right. Let's go. And for those that are trying to chime in, the number to call in is 516-206-0711. Edie, go ahead. No, I'm just, and you know what? They right. It's always somebody out there covered up, making it look like it's us. Because in all actuality, we don't care about Target. We don't care about none of that. <laughs> we want justice. We don't got time. We trying to get justice and we trying to set stuff on fire. I mean, I get the precinct. I understand. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. But once the fire started, it was like, okay, so come on, let's get with it. You know what I mean? Yep. But it's, it's not us. They said that in Ferguson. They said it was peaceful out there. They had mm-hmm. a peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. And then you get the, the other color come out there and they, they want to incite something to make it look like it's, it's us. But we always going to get that bad stigma. You know, we can't do anything about it. You know, right now, we can't do anything about it because we're trying to focus on one thing. You know, we just got to come together and come up with a plan. I mean, and it has to be an off air plan because we cannot sit here and say, well, this is the steps we're going to lay these steps out and go because we're going to get roadblocks put in front Mm -hmm. of us. Mm -hmm. You understand? That is a guarantee. You see, they infiltrated Malcolm. But there is mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers out here that want something to happen. And, you know, we don't, there is a a gap between the leaders because I even asked a few months ago, maybe this probably was back in December. I was like, where's our black leaders? You know, back in the 80s, there was a guy that used to come up. They used to say he was underground and he would come up and he would give knowledge about things that was going to happen. And I would never forget. He used to tell my mother and her homegirls and stuff like he would, you would hear him out there talking and he'd be like, you see those food stamps y'all got? That's going to be no more paper food stamps. Y'all going to get like a debit card. And everybody was like, what is he talking about? Mm-hmm. Then next thing you know, years later, here come the EBT card. So there are people underground that have information. It's just people started ignoring them and they started getting annoyed. Like, I'm trying to teach y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all something and y'all not paying attention. Dick Gregory the same way. He, he came off aggressive because he had knowledge and wisdom to pass on. And when people weren't listening... It started to make him angry. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We have a gap in the in the leaders. You know, we, we're tired of looking at certain people who claim they for us, but they still getting paid by the other man. If you're getting paid by that man, you can't be for us. 100%. 100%. Right. 100%. For real. And, and another thing, man, like, you know, Vague brought up, you know, earlier that we need to start building our own pods, but we also need to start taking advantage of the resources that that is out there for us to start building our own you know what i mean a lot of us don't take advantage of of creating non-profit organizations to where you can build a school or build a learning or community center these things are out there but we're not taking the time out to understand how to obtain those things so that we can create positive changes in the community so that's some of the things that we need to really start looking at if we're really going to talk about starting to build within so that we can become self-sufficient and not have to depend on them for everything. You know what I mean? I that's, don't know. That's dope. For real. Like, like myself, I'm just, you know, I'm reinventing myself always, you know? Of course. And, uh, Jay-Z said a quote a couple of years ago that I that stuck with me. 
is that um, each of us has genius level talent 100%. that we all need to tap into. You know, hundred percent. So um, I take heed to that. So um, right now, I'm training myself to be a um, a, a, a trader in the forex exchange, the foreign mm-hmm. exchange market. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on a computer right now mm-hmm. looking at the charts. That W. You know what I mean? Let's Trying to buy w- in right M. now. Yep. You know? Wait for that W or that M, baby. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, this is this to that, this is something that you could do that to, to free yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is a type of industry. It's $6 trillion a day in this industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you just learn, take your time and learn the science of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, and just take your time and learn the charts. Yeah, you know, you can free yourself. Yeah, you shout know? out to my. People. You don't have to depend on nobody else. That's a fact. That's a fact. You know? shout and out it don't people. take much, you know, once mm-hmm. you learn the science. But that's the whole key to it. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. I started a business training people to learn the foreign exchange market. You know, and um, I would like to, you know, teach a lot of other people how to do the same thing. They better know that, man. They better, they better understand that. That you know, like that's why I said in the song, man. Self-made millionaire off a dinar and a bong flip. They don't understand those. That's right. I'm speaking currency to them. This is one of their secrets that they hold on to. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's it's money inside of money. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You understand that? That moves every day, all day. Yeah. Yes. You understand yeah. that money moves every day, no matter if it goes up or goes down. The money moves every day, every, every second. Day. You got to be in front of that laptop religiously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. say, okay, cool. I've seen it. It's at 30. Bang, mm-hmm. I buy it. I wait, hold it, let it go to about like eh, 45, mm-hmm. 50. Yeah. I'm out of there. You know, but that's, the, but that's how we have to. Yeah, but that's the discipline. Yeah, know? it's the discipline. You got to have that. Yeah, see, that's what they got to have. Like, they got to yeah. have the discipline to say, you know what? Like, they got to know, like, okay, I'm up at this time. Mm-hmm. At this time because once you hit that screen, it's addictive. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you see that money going up. You understand that money is moving constantly. Yeah. That money don't... Up or down. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That was just said. Up or down. That money don't... You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like I listen... I already know. You look, mm-hmm. you look tone over there looking. <laughs> Dion like, well, over there looking at the head and shoulder movement. Yeah, he looking at the head and shoulder. <laughs> you go, babe. You know the deal. Yeah, now, nah, nah, like, now, nah, um, you know what I mean? Like, I call her, you know what I mean? Sheree, I call her Sheree McGuire. She up on that, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she, she, get, she get busy with that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like, and she, you know what I mean, she from Oakland, you know what I mean? She and she know, you know what I mean, like she know that stuff religiously, you know what I mean? Like and she like, nah, like, yeah, because just off the foreign currency. Mm-hmm. Buying yep. into foreign currency is because once that flips, once that flips, once the rates go up and all that and that flips, then mm-hmm. you yeah, if you if you grew up in the eighties, in the nineties, yeah, in the streets. We used to count things every day, all kinds of different things. We used to count. You know, it's mathematics all day long. Peace to God. So anybody can tap into something like that with a, with a basic knowledge and be able to figure it out. That's yeah, that's just that's 
the, but that's the as I said, that's the illest hustle. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You not you not on a block. You in the stock mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You know you what I mean. You, you mm-hmm. watching things. You watching things move that some people don't have no under. People don't even know what's when you when you tap into that. You really see how how aimlessly a lot of people are walking because they don't have no idea that this is moving. That's right. You understand? They don't have no, they don't have the training of knowing like, Oh, I need all you to get to 30. So that mm-hmm. way this dollar can make more sense. Right. They don't understand that. You know what I mean? Because we have to, that's what I'm saying. We have to have those places. So that way we can teach that. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yes. That way we can teach that and say, you know what? Mm-hmm. Here, let's get about, you know, let's, Let's let's put our money together, get a get a few laptops, and have mm-hmm. these youngins come in and learn it. And not just yep. the youngins; we can teach the elders first. I'm I'm 55. This no, year. that's what I'm saying. We can teach yeah. the elders you know I mean? first. I'm, I'm just jumping in. Uh, yeah, yeah, word up. So wow. you're right, Vague. I'm proud of you, man. Wow. Dope. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> on that too, brother Joshua. Yeah. You had something to add on to that? Uh. Yes, sir. I, you know, I want to go back to something. Can, can I be heard? Yes, sir. You loud and clear. All right. First of all, I just want to apologize. I didn't give the greetings when I came on. Being a pioneer of the Nation of Islam, I wanted to make sure that I invoked the Let's greetings. Go. I apologize, and I don't know if it had already been put out there, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure I uh, uh, get that out there. I would be remiss if I didn't get that information. Understood. Uh, so, but I, I want to go back to something Brother um, Vegas was dealing with, and it's in Scripture, but, you know, how he articulated it, dealing with the, the gap between the youth and the elderly. And then he tied it to activity, making noise. But when you make noise, you got to have control noise, mm. you know, where noise has to be monitored, it has to be, you know, uh, as Sister was saying, you know, there has to be a frame of reference. There has to be a, you have to be mindful of what you're doing. Therefore, it requires the wisdom and the skill of the old heads, the OGs. Yes, sir. See, and um, so it's in the scripture when Walt, when the uh, children of Israel was walking around the walls of Jericho, see, and making tracks around the walls of Jericho, they did it on seven uh, uh, walks. Mm. But all that's symbolic to the fact that you know, once you come into that spiritual mind, once you come into that mind of God and knowing who you are, see, but that's where that major disconnect is. The children, they are so dissatisfied. And the thing was Brother Vegas said earlier, they are so dissatisfied with the God issue because we, as our age group and our parents before them, we made such a mess of the God issue. Mm. So our children don't really embrace that. There's some desire to believe, you see, and I'm speaking from, you know, the southern hemisphere down here in mm. Georgia where, you know, it's like when you talk about God, they look at you like, what, really? You going to do that? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And But then when you sit them down and start running the mathematics to them and letting them know, no, let's, let's look at the reality of who you are. Psalms 82nd, 6th verse. Mm. You know, you're children of the most high mm. and connect them. Start con- sometimes you have to co- force the dots, connecting the dots on our children. You see, but as long as they know you sincere, they'll listen. See, and they took 
some of our most powerful, matter of fact, most of all of our powerful giants off the streets and locked them away. Most of our giants, they're sitting over in a supermax prison. Why are they in a supermax? 23 hours a day because they knew the impact they were having on the communities. They mm. did it here in Atlanta with Jamil out of me. They mm. did it up uh, 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 California. They did it up north. Mm-hmm. Our giants are sitting behind Supermac prison. If it's left up to our government, right? Mm-hmm. They'll they'll be there. They just did a roundup not too long ago in New York, and I'm not saying what the brothers were doing was right or wrong. I wasn't there. I don't know if they're right or wrong. The biggest problem we have as black people, going back to the black on black crime that we commit intellectually is that we don't give each other the benefit of the doubt mm. we have to stop you know being lack of days about giving each other the benefit of the doubt the first thing I want to know is hold on a minute let me get you know Jalil on the phone and find out what's really was you know what he was really talking about let's 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 put it in perspective mm-hmm. see and that's what we learned as a young man coming up through coming up through the ranks of the nation of Islam Give your brother and your sister the benefit of the doubt. You see what I'm saying? Don't have conversation about Brother Vegas against Brother Steele. Mm-hmm. And Brother Steele don't know what the hell is going on because I'm hating on Brother Steele. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm dropping bad seeds to Brother Vegas. And all along, Brother Steele ain't got no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. So we have to stop being intellectual cowards and intellectual um, uh, 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 destroyers of our people. Right now, you can't get most black lawyers involved in black people cases where they're uh, where uh, Caucasian people and others, even other blacks that are committing and perpetrating on us because we don't see value in black people in their cases until they're dead. You got to literally be a dead black man in order for high profile lawyer to come out and represent. 100%. We got to stop that. Yeah. There's so many wars going on, and the worst war that's going on is against self. I Mm. grew up in Atlanta. I grew up in Jersey, and I grew up in the 60s because I'm a 60 bear. I was born in 61. Mm. But the problem is, cats down here in Georgia think there is some type of disease going on with the brothers up north. And in most cases, sometimes with the brothers up north think there's an issue going on. We got to stop that. Yes. We all came on the same boat. I don't know <laughs> anybody from fact. the slave ship came on the center, the Santa Maria, or the Mayflower. That's a fact. We got to understand that That's we was in the holes of ship with a six-inch ceiling, six-inch ceiling with crap defecation mm. pouring down through mm. the holes on top of the slaves that were stacked at least six to eight in, in, in trays. Tell them again. Yeah. You know, we, we suffered as a people. We talking about three months running that. Our children got to know that so they can stop taking slavery for granted. Mm. For granted. Mm-hmm. See, we got to heal these wounds. We talking about the wounds that we destroyed the lives in the 80s with the drug game. No, we got to know what the master did to us so we can understand we got to stop doing it to ourselves. 100%. So the intellectual cowardness that's going on amongst us, it has to cease. Otherwise, our children, they'll never allow us to cross that bridge and reach out to them. They'll never cross back over and reach out to us. We gave up the ghost. And I'll end on this. We have accepted what I talked to Mark about. Me and Mark be chopping it up. I said, Mark, we got a whole new God, a whole new trinity going on. They don't gave up Jesus. They don't gave up Christ. They don't gave up the Father. 
I said, right now, they don't replace that with money, status, and control. Mm. See, money, status, and control. That's the new trinity now. I got to get this money. That's the God. Mm -hmm. I got to have this status. Status. And when I get this status, I want control. Whether it be over a woman, another cat, mm -hmm. cats in the streets, or whatever. We got to break that up. We got to get back to what sister said. We got to get back to the basis. We got to get back to the reality of what's really going on in our community. And that is, we don't want for our brother what we want for ourselves. 100%, man. Wow. It's a lot of knowledge you just spread on everybody, man. That was that was heavy. Yeah. It's real. Praise God. That's that what I said. That's what, we, that's what we're saying that during these times, we should be taking the time to reteach. You know what I'm saying? Because now... They don't have to. They not in the, the kids are not in school where they have to celebrate every holiday, where they have to learn these ideals. Now they're home with you, so now we got a chance to reteach our children, our loved ones. We got a chance to reteach our culture as a whole and say, you know what? Look, no, 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 no. That's not your holiday. That's that's another culture's holiday. You don't have to celebrate that. Mm -hmm. This is these are your these are your this is your history right here. This is what you this how this is this is the slavery. This is you know what I mean we need to reteach during these times while we have them. Now you you don't the, the school don't have them for eight hours or so. Now oh. you got them. Yeah. So now you get to nourish their mind and say, you know what? Look, even if it's just I don't. It, it could be a, a two-year-old. Here, this is look. This is how you trade. This is how you trade. You know what I'm saying? This is this is the trade. This is language. This is that. We get to teach them. We get to teach them over and over again now. So when they come out, when they get to come outside, they are they have that knowledge of self is equipped. You know what I mean? Like we we build it up to where no. That way, when they go to school, when they at school, when things reopen and they go to school, now they question what's being taught to them. You know what I'm saying? But if they don't, if, if we don't have them, if the school have them longer than we do, they get, they get, they, we, we losing at that. So now that you have this time, you know, you got people saying, I'm tired of the kids being home and all that. No, <coughs> we teach them so that way they know who they are. And then the knowledge itself will be built inside of them when they come back outside they will know what type of man or what type of man they supposed to grow into what type of woman they supposed to grow into because it's instilled in them now 100 percent 100 percent man and brother's right you know uh and I, 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 if i'm hope if i'm cutting off someone else please stop me let me know no problem but um you know we're drowning man we're out here literally drowning in our own foolishness. You know, we have to really start to be, as Sister said, mindful. Be cognizant of what's going on around us. We have to make our people responsible that's holding off. It's, you know, when, when you go back and look, I was listening to Minister Farrakhan the other day. He was talking about when they start putting pressure on Clarence Thomas as they was questioning him in the Senate hearing, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And they brought out all this heavyweight against him. And he got to a point where he got tired of being that Uncle Tom. And he just said, you know what? I don't need this. I go back home to my house and I walk my dog. I retire and just chill. So when he start, when they start to see that man come up out of Clarence Thomas, that's when they gave him the seat. Mm. See, they want us to make them do right. As long as we sit back, see, the days of recording the activity of what's going on with us has to cease. As brother said earlier, I think brother uh, Anthony was talking about Johnson was talking about taking away the dollars. You you stop giving them your dollars. Mm -hmm. Don't give them your money. If I don't support the Asian store, then they're going to close down because ain't no money. I'm going to keep going to mom and pop that are black. I'll go buy her a walk. We're going to teach you how to cook fried rice, grandma. <laughs> baby girl. <laughs> when you put a black spin on everything, it always come back better and oh, taste better. Word of mother. Always. Always. We just got to cut them off. We just got to literally say, you know, when that knee was on his head, that should have been, that's the last goddamn dollar I'm spending with anybody outside my race. Yeah. Wow. We got to stop being swine eaters for corporate and mm. wanting to consume everything we see. Talk to him. Talk to him. <laughs> What's this sensation about the stimulus? It's just, look at what it's called, a stimulus. It's very small. You're only going to have it for a short time, so you got to be wise with it. I ain't get one yet. <laughs> Give it to your people. For real. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't understand. The, if somebody telling me that beef or chicken has the coronavirus, <laughs> ain't no way I'm going to go back and buy pounds and pounds and pounds of the stuff that they just told me a hundred thousand people have died from. Talk to talk to I mean, literally, we, as Sister said, we are not being mindful. The, the man that controls our circumference, he controls our diameter. Mm. And like mm. Brother Vegas mm. just said, our children, God has literally reset the clock. He took our children straight up out of their hands because if we really knew what was going on in these schools with the raping that's going on with the uh with the uh, uh, uh taking advantage of little boys and girls that are going on with the teachers and when they don't submit and do right then they say that they did something wrong to get law enforcement to come in and lock them up yeah. this thing is designed to destroy us i was listening to the minister at savior's day and i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna pull back he was he was giving us a hint into what happened and what was taking place. In 1877, they met at the Wormley Hotel in D.C. to decide the permanent fate of black people in the United States of America and never to allow them to achieve any kind of financial economic success. August Belmont was sent over by uh, the Rothschilds to head that meeting, that conference. They made a decision, and that's when they turned the South back over to the clans and all the boys who would ride around in their pickup truck doing the things that we just saw down in Brunswick, Georgia. Mm. That's why they did it, because they got the okay undercover. Wow. We as black men got to stop sitting back waiting on somebody to tell us it's okay. 
I follow Christ and I follow Christ. Christ means one who's anointed to crush the wicked. The first thing I got to do is crush the wickedness that's within Joshua so that I can get up and do what God want me to do. And when they see me, I ain't got to put my hands on them. They just know I'm for real. Mm. They'll see it in mm -hmm. my eyes and my spirit. Mm -hmm. We got to know we, we, we got the juice. <laughs> we just got to go out there and execute it. It don't take no pistol. It don't take no guns. We could never make a, have enough guns to go to war with these, people, with these people like that. At all. But we, we got we got the spirit of God. 100%. And that's something um, they can't outdo with black folks taking on God's spirit and executing God's spirit and doing what is absolutely necessary for our children to come back to us so that we can give them, the, the, like Brother just said, give them the classroom at home. Well, you know why we can't do that? You know why we tired of being at home with our children? Because we never identified with our children when they came home from being under the under our oppressor for mm -hmm. eight and twelve hours. Mm -hmm. We had a better relationship with our job than our children, so we came home, put on a little meal, and threw a little this and that together. Mm -hmm. And we more and more disconnect. But then God reset the clock, and now the children are looking at us for who we really are. Hundred percent. So we are clashing with our own babies. Mm -hmm. I was in line one day at the Dollar Tree, and the lady was like, I can't wait till that bastard go to jail. What? She's talking about her own child. Oh, my God. What's wrong with us? This is what I'm saying, so, man. I'm sorry, brother. I didn't mean nah, to get emotional. Listen. But, nah, you know, that's, that's what, this, what nah, we man, this is what we do here. Yeah. This is what we do here, bro. <laughs> For real. You know? They need to hear that. That's crazy. Yeah. Can't wait till her own child to go to jail? Like, what? Yeah. So they go to jail. So Obama was letting... The OGs out on the federal level, but on the state level, they was putting them, putting the, the, the young heads right in. Back in, yep. Cheap labor. Make some yeah, license so plates. Make some I'm glasses. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm listening. I'm sorry. No, so every every one OG that came out, they was locking up 10 young people. I mean, what is this? And then we are sitting back because we want to retire at 30, 40 years being with the post office. Being with General Motors, being don't we see that they, they are losing? Their world is falling, mm. but we're mm. still trying to hold on. And then you've been there 35, 40 years, and all of a sudden you get a pink slip. You get no severance pay. Then all of a sudden now you're trying to figure out what you're going to do. Then mm. your baby's looking at you. What you mean what you're going to do, mama? <laughs> did, didn't they give you something for being there that long? But you done deny your babies, male and female. We done parted our life away. Now we're coming face to face with the reality of what's really going on. And our children is really like, what? Yeah. Got to get back to our babies. We got to let them know we sorry. We, we wrong. We messed up. Our people in the 60s and the 70s started to give up the ghost and went to the disco era, start clubbing mm. and start leaving the baby. As Susan was saying, leaving our babies at home. Yeah. Down mm. here in the South, they was really tripping because they give them night quail and go out to a party. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you gonna get your baby Nyquil and Billy Drill just to go to a party? Yeah, it's crazy. Man, we gotta yeah. stop. This. this is insanity. <laughs> this is the real crime that we're committing against self, and this is why we can't really step to them the way we should step to them oh. because we know somewhere down the line we we done messed up, so we don't have that courageousness that we should have. Wow, man. I can't wear Joshua. Joshua means salvation of the Lord. But hell, I can't have the salvation of the Lord in me walking around as a as a coward. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. What am I going to say? I got a son right now I've been fighting for for seven years straight almost. 
We were just snatched up off the street. No due process, no nothing. Wow. And in prison, they done attempt to take his life on seven different occasions. But if I didn't know God, if I didn't have a relationship with God, then I would have given up a long time ago. But that's my child that's in their custody who was snatched up by black people in power, who was railroaded by black people in power. Please, please enlighten everybody on the story because Brother Mark just chimed in as well. Shout out to you, Brother Mark. We'll get to you in a second. Um, I don't know. Can you guys guys see me? Because I can't see you guys. No, we can't see you, but we can hear you. You got to enable. Well, it looks like your camera is gone, but we can hear you. But Brother Joshua. So so you can C-A-N or C-A-N-T? No, we can't. C-A-N-T. Oh, okay. Well, I'm here, though. All right. Yes, sir. Brother Joshua, please explain your situation to everybody so that they do know exactly what it is that you're talking about. You know, again, my my son was snatched up for a crime that didn't happen. He had us all food. The guy that they claim he's supposed to kill wow. never died, was never killed, never murdered. Wow. We sit down going through the paperwork when we start to look at it. Then my man Ma was like, yo, shit, ain't nobody died. And I'm looking at Ma like a deer in the head like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. yo, ain't nobody and I'm like, yo, and I started to look at it closely. Then we started to look at the cat that's wrapped in the towel and his face just showing. We're like, what the towel around the cat's head for? So we went to looking and studying the pictures. Two different people. Wow. Finally mm. was able to get our hands on the death certificate. And the death certificate is the black guy. He's supposed to kill the white guy. Wow. Now, there's a black prosecutor, male and female, that was that has staged this whole thing. Oh my God! And, and 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 let me just interject. Let me just interject something. Um, when Josh called the fraud, was it the white boy who just stepped back and they and, and just jumped, got ran from it? Was this that, the same case, Josh? It right. He was sitting in on it. He never said anything. He was just sitting in on the case as we had begun to discover what was happening. And then I went in. Y'all was talking to Mario like that's fraud. And then I'm like, yeah, you know what? You right. So I went in. I said, yo. If you continue to prosecute my son with this case, you'll be engaging in fraud upon the court, thereby convicting him based on fraud upon the court. And so the judge was like, where's the fraud? But at that time, we didn't know because we didn't have all the documents. It took us eight months just to get a police report. Talking to 32 attorneys, nobody would take the case. They were like, yeah, get your hands on the police report, come back and see it. But all along, they knew what was happening themselves. Wow. Mm-hmm. But like I said earlier, mm-hmm. you can't get black lawyers to get engaged in uh, uh, cases like this. Their thing is only take cases where the black guy or the girl is deceased. We'll wow. give you some money, but don't you fight a case where the where the, where the, where the child is on their way to jail or being put in jail. They don't give them them. They don't give uh, 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 black lawyers those cases. Wow. And they won't even take him. And the one black lawyer that did take the case, he saw the corruption that took place and came out against it. And then when he came out against it, they made him a deal and said, look, leave it alone. We'll give you a post over here in another county. Wow. And that's what Made him a prosecutor. Wow. Lead prosecutor. Made him a general. And this yeah, is in same thing. Right. So, you know, this is the kind of corruption that's taking place on a whole nother level. And see, we see the deaths that are occurring, but 
our lawyers have been put to sleep, have been put at a total legal disadvantage where they cannot come in and fight. Those those fighters we had in the 60s coming into the 70s, mm-hmm. oh, we don't have them no more. And if you no. get a Jewish lawyer or a Gentile lawyer, you got to get them forty, fifty thousand dollars We don't spend almost $62,000 fighting my son's case. For seven years. Um, for almost seven years that uh, he's been incarcerated for something let, that let me, let me Let me interject. You know, I'm I'm a trained paralegal. I'm from the music business, but I'm a trained paralegal from the University of Georgia. Oh right? yeah, and, and Tone is on the line, by the way. D. Anthony, this is Mark. We was talking the other day on the phone. Yeah, that's my yeah. Yeah. What's up, Mark? Yo, what's up? What's up? Uh-huh. So, so I um, it's very. This case, his son's case, is a very simple case to resolve. Okay. You know, I I thought about going to law school. I said, you know, I should go to law school. Get a law license to come out and get this boy out and go get him some money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put, but my schedule is so crazy that I, I I put together a team of people to go to law school, and some of them are in there now, mm. right? And they did the first year. I'm going to do the second year, and then I've got some people coming behind me, so we can all pass the knowledge down, so it'll be easy. To slide through there, you, you kind of get what I'm yes, saying. Ind- yes, indeed. Yeah, right. To settle, to to get to the bottom of this case, it is easily resolved. You write a letter, a demand letter, to the district attorney, telling them that the, this is what his client has alleged, and you would like an explanation. That's all you need. It's, it's a five, it's, a, it's, 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 it's three pages. And at the end of the letter, if you don't give me an explanation, then I'll assume that everything my, that, my, that my client has alleged against you guys is true, and we will take the appropriate action to do what it is we need to do in the name of justice, you know, through the court process. I told Josh whether I knew no one had died looking at those papers. I knew within five minutes no one had died. I mean, five seconds that no one had died, just based on the way they were put together. They were put together in in such a way with so many errors that all you need is one error to get to win on an appeal. Mm -hmm. I found maybe seven errors in five seconds. And I was like, if somebody really died here, they would let a guilty man go free. They do this every day with these documents. There's no way that they made this many errors and they did this every day. This is like going to the bank and telling someone, give me $100, and they give you 50 bucks. <laughs> and they've been working at the bank for years. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know something's up. They're either trying to cheat you or they made a mistake or something wrong with their brain. You understand yes, what indeed. I'm saying? Yes, so indeed. his son's case is very easy to resolve, but no one will step up to the plate and take his son's case. Wow. And it leads me, it leads me to another point that, I, that I've been saying. I, I saw, I was listening to Keisha Lance Bottoms and Killer Mike and T.I., mm-hmm. who I have a lot of respect for, all of them, yeah. on the radio today. And they were talking about Atlanta. And they're right. They're like, Atlanta is the place where when New York doesn't treat you right, L.A. don't treat you right, Chicago, right, Detroit, you come to Atlanta 
and 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 they'll treat you right. That's a fact. But you, but you have certain elements here who know who I say know better, but they do the worst. Mm. These people that did what they did to uh, uh, Brother Josh's son, they know better. They know that it's wrong. They know the end result. Of, of, of what they did and they did it on behalf of people from outside of our race mm. Correct. and could care less and did it to help other people from outside of our race. Let me give you some, tell you something else. Wow. The other day when we were on the phone, Josh said when is the black man going to take care of going to take charge of his own community mm. we had our own community here in Georgia, it's called DeKalb County Georgia. It was yes, the sir. wealthiest black county in America, yes, right? Yeah, the cow, we cow, went yeah. on, on, uh, we started going on, uh, Love and Hip Hop, not Love and Hip Hop, uh, MTV Cribs, oh. showing what we were down here doing in Atlanta, oh. show how we was flossing down here in Atlanta, oh. and I was telling everyone that's not a good thing, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give, <laughs> give you guys a real correlation in a second. The next thing you know, during the judge of during the uh the, 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 the mortgage meltdown of 08, Atlanta became the number one city on the planet for mortgage fraud. Wow. And they came in and they stole the money. I said that this what happened in DeKalb County, Georgia is like is akin to what happened in Black Wall Street. You have black mm. businesses, you have black people doing it. And they came in and they stole the majority of those people's homes. And when you stole the homes, you stole the wealth. And black judges and black police officers and black sheriffs stood by and let them steal their own people's homes. Wow. Now, let me say this. If you, if you can find me, an Asian judge and an Asian lawyer, and the Asian sheriff who will allow you to go into an Asian neighborhood and defraud an Asian out of his home, I give you a million dollars. Now, you won't find that. Can I say that? You won't find that. Because you'll never find it. Nah, you won't find that. But there's always a black person ready to sell their brother out for a bucket of chicken within a two-mile radius no matter where you go in America. And that is our problem. Until we sort that issue out, we will never be respected by by, by other folks from other races. Never. And I'll tell you this. When you look at, at, at the brothers in the nation, if, if Floyd was in the nation, you think they would have tried him like that? Oh, no. Never. Because never. they're respected. For sure. Because they're respected. They were, he would never try them like that. That's a fact. You understand? Farrakhan talk all kind of trash about them. And when they see him, they run up to him and hug him. Bill Clinton. Uh, um, you know, and, and, and what was that big preacher's name uh, who died recently? He was a mega, mega preacher out of the South. I can't remember his name right now. But they at his funeral, they all love Farrakhan. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's because he speaks the truth and he carries himself in a dignified manner. 
That's a fact. As long as we're out here engaging in these shenanigans that we're engaging in, we'll never have the respect of anyone. Now, let me go back to DeKalb County and what really set these people off. I don't know if you all remember the first season of Love and Hip Hop when Jazzy Faye went to go buy that house. Do you guys remember that? I wasn't watching it like that, but I... I he went yeah. to buy a sweat, a house that was out of this world. And I remember saying to the people that I was with watching that show, he's done. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, man, if he's got money like this, he's not supposed to be in the music business. Mm. Making that kind of money to buy a house like that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not supposed to be able to afford that. If you understand the, mu- the music business from the aspect that I understand it now, knowing what they how they stole from Michael Jackson, knowing I told Brother Edwin before Whitney Houston died, I said well, get, they get ready to kill him. Wow. I told him. And shout out to Brother dead e. ten days later. Wow. I said, now watch what ha- and I said, now watch what happens to her daughter. They're gonna kill her too. And I said, then watch what happens to the boyfriend. They're gonna kill him too. Wow. wow. All three of them dead. Wow. I don't have a crystal ball. Wow. I don't have a crystal ball, but I know this game better than most. You know? A lot of people out here, you know, I'm not gonna strike Jay Z, even though I might have my issues with Jay Z. But a lot of people out here following the wrong folks, man. Mm. All the way around. All the way around. We, That's true. <laughs> you know, I don't know. All the way around. We talk about you know, it. We, yeah, Brother Mark, we that, talk about it every week. Let me say this. Now that Live Nation is in trouble oh. and probably will go out of business, wow. y'all going to see how much money Jay-Z really does not have. Yo, and that's crazy because that's the same thing Choke No Joke been talking about for the longest. Now y'all going to see how much money he don't have. Wow. I know the whole, I know the inner workings of of, of Live Nation, and I, I mean, I could sit on here for hours, man, wow. and, and, and tell you about fraud and corruption and how it ties back to Josh Sun's case, you know, and it's all the same crew. Mm. I tell Josh, they put, they put the same folks on your son that Harvey Weinstein was putting on other folks. Wow. It's the same people. When you have a riff with them, they come at you a certain way, you know. Right. And all that, you know. I tell, I tell cats, you know, they're like, "Yo, you know, I got my gun. You know, I go, I go see them. They ain't sending you in there." They did the same you know thing. What I mean? Let me share this. Let me share this, Mark. They did the same thing with my son. You know, when they what they did with Emmettil. Wow. You know, went in the house. People sitting around watching the man come in and grab him and snatch him about it out of the house and you know, take him and dismantle the man's body and sends it back to the mother, all on an alleged allegation that he winked at her or something, then wow. recant on her this. story. Oh, hold on, hold on a second, Mark. Recant on her story. Years later, you know, and but I'm I'm fighting for my son's life and other black. When I fight for my son, I'm fighting for others who have been placed in this position. See, this is going on around all around the country. My son, Casey, is a model of what's happening all around the country. 
I have enough nerve to stand up by God's grace and mercy because my leading teacher, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, through the guise of Minister Farrakhan, didn't put that kind of fear in me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, you got my son, but by God's grace, you're going to release my son. Mm -hmm. They stabbed him four times in the, uh, they stabbed him three times in the head, one in the neck, four in the back. Wow. When we first found out about this, I put pressure on the lawyer to bring this information out. He told me he wasn't going to do it because it was too harsh. The next week, we found out. My they tried to been in the hospital for 10 days didn't call us didn't tell us anything they tried to take his life but god preserved his life just so happened a brother came in on the night shift found him in the closet down in Macon state prison breathing out wow you understand what i'm saying so i know how we all know how these people are we we don't have i don't have a uh 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 you know a corner on what they doing to my son this is going on all around the country mm. with particular mm -hmm. emphasis on the south a judge told them there's nothing there we found out later two judges had dismissed this case and he was supposed to be released but they didn't release him you got black prosecutors holding on to a black child prosecuting press of some other race of people ain't nowhere in the world you'll get a lying to turn over Another lion cub to a hyena no. on a just because tip. No way, man. Nah, you know how I say you're never. Uh, uh, I always say that an animal in the freaking wild got more sense than some of our people. <laughs> you will never, <laughs> like Brother Josh say, see a zebra go down to a pack of lions and say, "Let me show you where the rest of the zebras at." Come on, follow me. <laughs> The zebra got enough sense to know that no sooner than that lion see him, he gonna eat his ass. Eat his ass. Oh my God, for real. We the only species on the planet that is that freaking dumb. An animal in the wild got more sense than some of us. Got to do better. We got to do better. We you got, got to do better, man. No, we we got to give each other the benefit of the doubt. Nah, Again, that's 100%. I want to put pressure on our lawyers who are the vanguard of this legal system. Don't wait till my child is buried six feet under and then start looking for what led to his death and mm -hmm. asking for money. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go through that. I don't want other parents to go through that. If you went to school, God bless you to get through, whether you're in the South or the North, in the Midwest or on the West Coast, let's go to war with the legal system for our babies. Like I said, we got our giants sitting, sitting in Supermax. While the luxury of, uh, while we're enjoying the luxury of life out here. Those 100%. men stood for something. They fought for something. They lost their life. Fred Hampton, over a hundred bullets shot into this man's house. And all we can do is sit around and act like it didn't exist. It didn't happen. Yeah, rest in peace to Fred Hampton. We got a rest, rest in peace, brother Hampton. We got a duty and an obligation to perform. And if, like the minister said, we get, if we scared, just got out of the way. We got people out here that don't have no problem with going to war. But see, we ain't got to fight this war. There's a God that want to take care of our business for us. We just got to come together and unite. And like brother said yep. earlier, stop spending our money with people who don't give a darn about us, who will come out and snatch the fake head they sold you when mm. you pissed them off. Mm -hmm. No, not only that, I always say before you give a person your money, Ask yourself, would he give you his money? Hundred percent. Yeah. Ask yourself that. 
I ain't never Would seen. Give you his money? Mm-hmm. I've never seen an Asian person need to give a poor black person in the streets nothing. Mm. I've never seen. Even listen. Even if you have a legitimate business, they're not going to give you their money. The Indians not going to give you their money. They've been trained to take from you. Uh-huh. And they've been trained, unfortunately, by the folks uh, of, the, of the other persuasion um, in America. Of the, you know, our former masters. And the sad so part about it. Let me let me let me let me touch on something else too, because I know I, we I got about got and I know and we got about four, four minutes left in the show too, Mark. Go ahead, brother, make it quick. Go ahead. I know that I know that these boys go down to to the to the state house. They go down there with the AK forty sevens and and all that kind of old nonsense. You so know what they the remind black, me of? The new, the new Black Panther. They party. remind me. They remind me of the rappers, right? Wow. You know, like how Rick Ross was a regular guy, and then he heard about Rick Ross in L.A., and he just took on Rick Ross' name Man. and, you know, just took on the whole persona. And that's not to slight Rick Ross in any way, right? Uh-huh. They try to, they, they act like their, their uh, ancestors, not ancestors, but their elders, elders' generation. You know, their grandparents. They heard the stories. So they, they figure that we're still in that day and time. What they got to understand is while they out there shooting at deer and shit and shooting in the woods, niggas out here shooting at each other every day for real. Mm. Mm. You understand? Something to think about, man. And and gentlemen... We out here doing it for real. Yes, indeed. Brother Steele, I appreciate you. Brother Vegas, I appreciate you, man. Brother you know, Joshua, man, thank you, gentlemen. Mark, thank you for coming in better late than never. You know, yeah, that man. You know, I was uh, y'all got to watch this thing in Atlanta, man. They was throwing smoke. They ran up in CNN, man. And my wow. son, you know, my son was like, you know, my son was like, I got to go out there. Wow. If I only go one time, I got to go out there. Wow. You know, for black people, I go for you, Dad. I go for Hakeem. I go for all the injustice that I see. That I know about. I must go out there. Salute you know, to his mom was like, no, no, no. You can't go. You can't go. And I'm like, you know, I was shaking my head saying, man, you know, that's how it is. Yeah, that's exactly just how it get, is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, they don't get it. But, you know, next time, man, I would love to come back on and really go through something with you guys on the music business on what I know. I can give you some real in depth shit that will blow your mind. Well, well, well you know, we gonna, we gonna do this next week, man, because you know, brother Edwin, man, we gonna have the whole cast of our modern day slavery on the show next week, Friday, man. So, yeah. okay. So y- y'all are more than welcome to come back, man. We have more dialogue, man. We need to continue to have conversations like this and sharpen one another up as much as we All can. Right. So, you know, next week, We'll definitely have another show where we can revisit everything that you're talking about. But I want to appreciate you, gentlemen, for taking the time out on a day's notice to chime in and chop it up with us, man. Uncle Tone, love you, man. You always come to me, man. For real. Thank you, my brother. We appreciate you. All right. Peace to the God. Yes. Peace, peace, peace. All right, man. All right, y'all. Y'all, y'all, me. 
Thank you. And to my sister. And to my sister. Yes. I mean, Edwina, thank you for chiming in this week. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. For real. All right. Brother Vegas, another one in the books, man. We're going to do it again next week. Shout out to everybody that tuned in on Facebook. Shout out to everybody that tuned in on Instagram. Shout out to all the callers that called in today. Don't forget, every Friday, 8 to 10, myself and Ali Vegas, the Oddcast on Bars and Hoops Radio. Make sure you're checking with us next week. Peace. 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 Peace.